0: Two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, tonight. i I'm Jamie Easton, and this, this is the Smart 7. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, the 25th of January, and it's Burns Night. The big happy birthday to John Cooper Clark, Peter Tatchell, Alicia Keys, and Vladimir Zelensky. Monday was another rollercoaster day at Tory Party HQ, starting with more revelations on the allegations of Islamophobia, the first raised by former Transport Minister Nusrat Ghani. She had backing from Baroness Saeed Awazi, who told Times Radio that the allegations have been no secret in Westminster. This uh, issue of what Ms Ghani has gone through has been a bit of an open secret in Westminster for the last um, year and a half. Many colleagues have watched while she struggled to try and deal with this and to be heard behind closed doors. And- then, in a shocking tweet, a Tory minister actually resigned over something the government did. No, not that government minister, rather Treasury Minister Lord Agnew, who felt he had to step down over the handling of fraud in Covid business loans. Given that I'm the minister for counter-fraud, it feels somewhat dishonest to stay on in that role if I'm incapable of doing it properly, let alone defending the, our track record. And like every good roller coaster, there was a final twist, as it emerged that there was, yes, another party, this time a birthday party for Boris, presumably attended by Boris. Boris, during the 2020 lockdown. Labour leader Sir Starmer was fed up. We can't afford to go on with this chaotic, rudderless government. The Prime Minister is a national distraction. He's got to go. Maybe let's just check in on the birthday boy. Any sign of that Sue Gray report, Boris? No, I perfectly understand people want to ask questions about that. I think you've got to wait for for that to, to come out. There were 88,447 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and a further 56 deaths as the pandemic refuses to go away. Transport Secretary Grant Shapps announced new changes to travel rules from February the 11th, which will mean double vaccinated travellers no longer need to test. He says it's part of the new approach to COVID. We're moving into a new phase of the fight against COVID. Instead of protecting the UK from a pandemic, our future depends on us living with endemic COVID just as we live with flu. Dr David Naber of the World Health Organisation takes a quite different view, however, and he says that COVID-19 is still a complicated and risky virus, especially for the unvaccinated. I keep wondering what the people who make these amazing predictions know that I and my colleagues in the World Health Organisation don't know. We are not saying that this should be considered to be like flu. It's a new virus... And we must go on treating it as though it is full of surprises, very nasty and rather cunning. The US and UK toughened their stance on Monday to make absolutely clear to Russia that any invasion of Ukraine would not be tolerated. As the Foreign Office pulled staff out of Kiev, Boris gave a clear and direct message to Vladimir Putin and the Russian people. Invading Ukraine from a, from a Russian perspective is going to be a painful, violent and bloody business. Any invasion, any incursion of any kind, of any dimension into Ukraine is not going to be a cost free business. And as the US announced that it had 8,500 combat ready troops available to deploy at short notice, President Biden continued to speak to European allies. The message from State Department spokesman Ned Price was also clear and unequivocal. Uh, if any Russian forces move across uh, the border. That's a renewed invasion. It will be met with a swift, severe, and united response on the part of the United States and on the part of our allies. Julian Assange, the founder of WikiLeaks, has won the first round of his court battle to avoid deportation to the United States. He's been granted leave to appeal to the UK Supreme Court over conspiracy charges relating to leaked documents from the US military covering Iraq and Afghanistan. Outside of the court, his fiance Stella Morris recognised the victory but realises there's a long way to go. The situation now is that the Supreme Court has to decide whether it will hear the appeal. But let's not forget that every time we win... As long as this case isn't dropped, as long as Julian isn't freed, Julian continues to suffer. Still to come on the Smart 7, an incredible world record for English rowers and Snow White, Peter Dinklage wants a word. Right after this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. There's no Premier League for the next two weeks as the footballers enjoy a winter break. But Watford didn't hang about, sacking manager Claudio Ranieri after a mere three months in charge. Meanwhile, three incredible British women set a new world record, rowing across the Atlantic in only 42 days, knocking seven days off the previous record. That's half a Ranieri. Remarkably, Kat Cordner, who has incurable cancer, was able to get fit enough to complete the challenge. Yeah, I went through uh, a lot of chemotherapy, uh, then six weeks of daily radio. Therapy, and also found out in the interim that I had a, a cardiac tumour to, to throw in. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just glad that I got to, to start the race, to be honest, and obviously ecstatic that I've managed to finish it. Gwyneth Paltrow's Goops World Famous, the lifestyle and wellness brand has a history of shocking innovations which get the world talking. I'm looking at you, this candle smells like my vagina. Now she's pivoted to a new version of her famous candle, this time focused on partnering with the ACLU to fundraise and fight for abortion rights in the US. It's called Hands Off My Vagina. We are very um, pro woman at Goop, obviously, and yep. we really do believe that women should have agency to make whatever choice they want to make in their lives in any area. And so we were happy to be able to partner with the ACLU and do this. It's, it's really exciting. Peter Dinklage has been enjoying his time off since Game of Thrones, but he's also had some time to take a look at the cultural landscape. He spoke to Mark Maron on his WTF podcast, and, well, he had a few things he wanted clarification on. Firstly, why are Disney remaking the Snow White movie? They're very proud to cast a, a, a Latino actress as Snow White. Yeah. But you're still telling the story of Snow still White. Still Snow White, and yeah. Seven Dwarves. Sure. Well, look, take, take a step back and look at what you're doing there. Yeah. I know. That makes no sense to me. But, oh, so... We, you can we, be, you're progressive in one way, and then but you're still making that backward backward oh, story of seven dwarves <laughs> living in a cave. To get, what the f- are you doing, man? You, you know. This has been The Smart Seven. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft.